0: Indiana maintained a frontier attitude even after becoming a state in 1816. Indianapolis, the capital and largest city, was essentially bare land into the 1820s. But by the 1830s, the state's strategic trade location began to attract attention. Thanks to its extensive border with the Ohio River, Indiana easily connects to the Mississippi River and down through to New Orleans and the Gulf of Mexico. A series of canals and, later, railroads connected it through the Great Lakes to the East Coast. The word Hoosier is connected around this time to riverboat culture, men working on boats to move products and equipment around the country. We absolutely saw this in the data visualization, says Palmer. You can see along the rivers the use of the word Hoosier is pretty heavy. The riverboat men, says Palmer, were rough. They were uncouth. Many of the folktales of the origin of Hoosier came back to a sort of rural toughness and grit. At least, that's the positive view. The more negative view would be that Hoosier is often explained as coming from some scornful cousin of words like redneck or hillbilly. The Dictionary of American Regionalism, in 1865, said that Hoosier is regularly used to mean a countrified person. Around this time, the word sometimes referred specifically to those from Indiana, but not always. Often, especially for Southerners, it was simply a derogatory word for someone from the country, a hick. Most of the stories proposing to explain the origin of Hoosier make sense from this point of view. One story, which Palmer, a Hoosier herself, said she heard growing up, was about backwoodsmen squatting in cabins in the country. When surveyors came around, the person in the cabin, not wanting to explain the illegal living situation, would shout out the front door, Who's there?" Another similar one. A group of riverboat men are out at a bar. There's a fight, and someone bites someone else's ear off. This was such a common occurrence that the next day, someone might walk into the bar, nudge the ear with a toe, and casually inquire, "Whose ear? Or there's the one that says Indiana men were so tough that if there was a bar fight, they'd be the ones to call to hush the problem. They were the hushers. Hoosier is often spelled hoosher, H-O-O-S-H-E-R, in the early days, to add some verisimilitude. Other explanations are more etymological in nature. Perhaps it comes from the Cumbrian word hooser meaning something unusually large, and often a hill. The fact that Indiana's average elevation is 760 feet above sea level and that its tallest peak is 1,257 feet above sea level makes it seem unlikely that anyone would think of hills in Indiana. One columnist recently proposed that the word is a mangled form of the French word rojour. It does sort of sound similar. That proposal suggested that the word, which signifies redness, might be some sort of sister word to redneck. The French were the first European settlers in what would become Indiana, though by 1763, when France handed over Indiana to the British in the Treaty of Paris, few French settlers remained, and the French presence in Indiana is not especially strong. In 1995, history professor William Pearson suggested that the name might come from the Reverend Harry Hosier alternately spelled as H-O-S-S-I-E-R or H-O-O-S-I-E-R. The reverend was a traveling preacher, praised as one of the great orators of the late 1700s, and moved throughout the Northeast and Midwest. Pearson suggests that Harry Hosier's influence on the word Hoosier is largely unknown and undocumented as the reverend was black, and thus his history on the 90% white state of Indiana hushed. The chronicling Hoosier researchers say there's not much evidence for this theory, but that the lack of evidence also sort of reinforces the entire theory. If evidence was swept under the rug, the fact that you can't find it is hardly surprising. By the mid-19th century, there's evidence that the word was already being reclaimed by Hoosiers. Local politicians would identify as proud Hoosiers. Around the turn of the century, an Indiana furniture maker began marketing Hoosier cabinets, a distinctive three-part cabinet with a table surface and a hutch. They were extremely popular all around the country, which probably helped remove the earlier negative connotations of the word to people who knew it. For people who'd never heard the word, in the major cities of the East and West, it might have been their first introduction to Hoosier culture, a handsome, sturdy, useful piece of furniture. The Indiana University sports teams named themselves Hoosiers in the late 19th and early 20th centuries and went on to become some of the most successful college sports franchises nationwide. Basketball, in particular, has become the state's calling card, Despite the fact that cities disproportionately produce basketball players when adjusted for population, Indiana has one of the highest rates of NBA players per million of any state, and all without a city ranking in the top ten in population. That brings us to 1986 and the movie Hoosiers. The story of a small-town Indiana high school basketball team was a huge hit, regularly ranked among the best sports movies ever made. It was even selected for preservation as an essential...